Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following are strictly those of the relentless and may offend any snowflakes who lack drive and discipline. As a quam videre. To be, not to seem. This is Badger Actual. This is the Badger Actual Podcast. Welcome back. I'm Travis Vaughn. And reminder, the reason that this is the Badger Actual Podcast is in the military call sign ownership is designated by the word actual after the call sign name, meaning you need to own the shit out of your life. And the best way to do that is to develop a relentless mindset. And there's no creature more relentless, in my humble opinion, than the honey badger who will go attack lions and snakes and hyenas and all kinds of other stuff and not give a shit about what anybody thinks and not even care about any danger and just goes out and scares off lions and hyenas and all kinds of stuff, right? So badger, most relentless creature out there. Hence, badger actual, all right? So listen to this today in that mindset where you're going to own the shit out of your life, own the shit out of your results, and do it relentlessly, all right? Which really fits in good with what I want to talk about today, and that is uh, comfort, or more importantly, the lack thereof comfort, right? You know, normally people would call that being uncomfortable, but that's not really a strong enough word for what I'm trying to convey to you today. It's, It's important for you to be able to separate what we're about to talk about from the, I guess, awkwardness associated with being uncomfortable, right? What we're talking about is an aggressive and confident approach to being uncomfortable. So for argument's sake, let's call it anti-comfortable, all right? And like I said, this is a skill, not a talent. It's a muscle that you can train and that you can develop. It's not something that you're just born with. So you hear all these people talking all the time about finding your comfort zone, right? And working in your comfort zone. When in reality, you know, comfort is the most dangerous feeling that anybody could ever, you know, experience if you're striving for greatness, striving to get better. And the crazy thing is we're not actually born with the desire to be comfort, you know, or comforted, comfortable, whatever. We're not really born with that desire. I truly don't believe so. Look at what little kids do, right? They're running around, playing outside. How many times do you hear a parent say, like, how do they still have this much energy? Or like a, a dog, right? Like, how does it still have that much energy, right? It's like we're designed to push ourselves and stretch ourselves. You know, I was listening to, uh, um, you know, the founder of the the Iron Man. I can't remember his name right now, but the founder of, or not the Iron Man, the Spartan Race, right? And he has a farm that he owns that he brings people to to do these um, mental and physical challenges, right? And he has adults come to it. And adults will quit within an hour, two hours sometimes, just because it's so intense. And he was talking about how he had these kids come out, right? A group of kids come out, like below the age of 14 years old. And what they were going to do over a seven-day period was like 1,400 pull-ups, 1,400 push-ups, 1,400 flutter kicks, 40 hours of wrestling, walking over, like hiking over 50 miles, doing all kinds of crazy stuff in a seven-day period, right? That's a a lot of work, especially for 14-year-old kids. They went through it. Some of them cried. Some of them were were tired and hurt. And there's a big difference between being hurt and injured, right? Hurt means you're just hurting a little bit. Injured means you actually have an injury. So these kids were tired, maybe a little hurt, some soreness, right? But there were two adults that came with them too. You know, not the adults didn't know each other. They're from different parts of the country. They just came because they wanted to come with the kids, and they wanted to you know be mentally tested and and see what they could do. And not a single one of these kids, I think like 15 or 20 kids, not a single one of the kids quit. But both of the adults racked out after the first like hour or two. In the first day, both of those adults gave up, but not a single one of the kids did. Because they haven't been taught yet 
to strive for comfort like all of us look for in our life and all the lies and, and BS that we hear from people. You know, so what we should be looking for every single day are new ways and new innovative ways to get uncomfortable. You know, we need to do it so often and with such intensity and aggressiveness that it just becomes an addiction to the point where you develop a need to be uncomfortable or else you feel uncomfortable, right? And no, you're never going to be comfortable doing it. And that's perfect because that's the whole idea, right? When you accept that this is a necessary uh, like skill set or mindset that you have to develop in life, that's when you cross over to mastering the skill of, of the whole anti-comfortable mindset. Right, you gotta accept it first. You know, think about like the movie Achilles and and I'm sorry, not Achilles, Troy. Uh, and I and I love this movie. Pretty solid movie. Some of the acting is a little eh, but but uh, good points are made in it, right? And in the movie Troy, you know, Achilles at the very beginning, uh, I I don't remember what army he's working with, uh, but there's this massive soldier like the kings agree to do a one-on-one fight who are going to war, and it's your best soldier versus my best soldier, right? And they bring this dude out who looks like a giant, right? Like just a freak of nature. He looks like the mountain from Game of Thrones. You know, if you if you ever seen that, you know what I'm talking about. The dude's massive, right? And then the other king picks Achilles. And I think if you don't know what the legend of Achilles is, like his, you know, his mom, who was like a god or a demigod, dipped him in some invincible water. And the only part of him that was was prone to any kind of injury, according to Greek mythology, was his heel or his Achilles tendon. Right. Um, But the dude was a badass in the movie. Achilles was. And he goes in and everybody else is scared to death of this guy. And they send a servant boy to go get Achilles because he drank too much the night before and was still passed out in his tent. And the kid said, that man's massive. He was like, he was like, he's the biggest man I've ever seen. I wouldn't want to fight that man. And then Achilles looks at this kid, and it's kind of harsh to say to a kid, but it's legit. He looks at this kid, and he says, that's why no one will ever remember your name, right? And the reason is because Achilles was down to be uncomfortable because he knew what greatness required. You know, when you really break it down, that's, you know, that, you know this is what's real. You know, you can have liberty now, or you can have freedom later. Right now, what's the difference between liberty and freedom? You know, liberty is is comfort. You know, comfort from not doing what you're uh, afraid to do. Comfort from not putting in that work. Comfort from not trying something new that you're unsure of. But it's a temporary comfort. Freedom, on the other hand, is exactly what it sounds like. You know, freedom is traveling. You know, wherever and whenever you want freedom is being able to take care of every single person in your entire existence, in your sphere of influence, in your life, in your family, everywhere, right? Freedom is having the financial strength to do to truly do what makes you happy. Because, you know, and I said financial strength. Yeah, I'm talking about money because money is what buys freedom. You know, if you don't have money, you're still technically free, but are you free to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, who you want to do it for? And the answer to that is just no. So here's a real, real world, modern day example, right? So let's say you own a store. Let's say it's a, a sports store. You got a customer come in. Maybe you're just not feeling it today. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're sick. You just don't feel like giving it 100%. The customer wants to get golf clubs, right? You get ready. You're, you're getting ready to close. You know, maybe you got like 20 minutes left, uh, you know, before you're supposed to, to clock out for the day. And you're the owner of the store, right? Let's say you take the easy way out and you just sell the guy whatever clubs he researched on Google, and thought looked cool, right? Instead of figuring out exactly what he needed, 
uh, you know, based off of his height and his, you know, like his strength and how fast he swings and everything like that, right? Maybe after a few weeks of hitting those clubs, he starts taking some lessons and finds out that he didn't really get the best clubs for him, right? Maybe the shafts are too flexible or too firm or whatever, right? So he goes to a different sports store. And let's say he's still pretty adamant about what he thinks he needs to get. But then instead of just agreeing with him and selling him what he thinks he wants, they, you know, have him go to the practice range, have him in a few dozen balls, different clubs, different shafts, you know, all, all kinds of stuff, right? He experiences firsthand the benefit of what's right. And then they get him set up with the best setup for his game. And he's absolutely ecstatic. He's excited, right? Because he has the right tools for the job that he's trying to get done. You know, the repercussions from this could be nothing or they could be insane. And that's why you got to do the right thing over and over and over again, no matter what, right? Short term, you know, what do you think he's going to do? Where do you think he's going to go for balls and shoes and tees and any other supplies? Yeah, the second one that didn't just tell him what he wanted to hear, told him what he needed to hear like a doctor would, right? When he, when he has friends who are looking for new gear, where do you think he's going to send them? Yeah, that's a second store. You know, that's huge. You know, referrals and word of mouth is ridiculous and awesome and beautiful, but it doesn't really stop there. What if the guy, and this is a big if, right? But what if the guy goes pro? You know, even if he doesn't necessarily have anything to bat, anything bad to say about you, the person who didn't, you know, that maybe took the easy way out and just gave him whatever he wanted, sold him whatever he wanted, you know, who do you think is going to get... Uh, praise and interviews or, you know, sponsorship opportunities and everything like that. It's not going to be you. It's going to be the people who hooked him up, you know, who told him what he needed to hear instead of just doing what was easy. You know, do you think you'll, you know, you're not going to have any opportunities, you know, with that guy in the future? You know, all because you took the short-term liberty that you had available right within your grasp to do what was comfortable for you. Instead of making yourself anti-comfortable and doing what was best for the customer, even though he didn't realize it at the time. Because it's not fun to tell people what they need to hear most of the time. You know, some of the stuff that I say on here is what we need to hear, not what we want to hear. Some of it I don't even want to hear, but I know it's true. You know, it's like, you know, if you, you know, depending on whatever your job is, right? If your job is to, you know, do roofs for a living, right? And you slack off on putting a roof on and it blows off or something like that in a big windstorm, you know, who do you think is going to, you know, who do you think is going to get referrals, you know, from that job? Probably nobody, right? You're not. Maybe other guys who come and fix it will. Now, let's say you do sales and you need to make phone calls and you slack off on your your phone calls, right? How many appointments do you think you're going to set? Not as many as you need, meaning you're not going to get as many sales as you want. You know, liberty, short-term liberty now for what's comfortable for you in the moment versus doing what you don't want to do, being anti-comfortable in order to gain freedom long-term. Now, bottom line is this. When you do what everybody else is doing, you're going to get what everybody else is getting. So you really have two choices here. You know, be comfortable and stagnate, which is a terrible word. I hate the sound of that word. Or be anti-comfortable and go out and dominate, right? Like, where do you really want to end your life? And when I say end your life, I'm not talking about dying, but like, where do you want your destination to be? And, and success isn't a destination. I know it's white girl, like, uh, like uh, pumpkin spice latte, uh, live, laugh, love style uh, Instagram quote here, uh, what I'm saying. But success isn't a journey, it's a destination. Or, I'm sorry, reverse that. Success isn't a destination, it's a journey. I'm getting my cliches mixed up. But that's so true, it's ridiculous. You know, what are you, you know, how comfortable do you want to be now, have liberty now versus the freedom long term? 
You know, I didn't want to do the workout that I did this morning. I really didn't want to. And even halfway through, I was negotiating with myself that I could do a little bit less, right? I could do two fewer sets or one fewer set or a couple fewer reps or just eliminate one, one exercise altogether, right? Because I was tired. I wasn't feeling it. I had a long night, you know. I was up late working on some stuff. But I didn't. And I struggled through it because I was a little tired. But I feel I'm so happy now that I did it. It's ridiculous. And if you've ever been there, you know exactly what I'm saying. You know exactly what that feeling is like if you think back to a moment when you were there. And it might not be on a workout. It might be with the business thing. It might be in a relationship. You know, maybe you didn't want to have a tough conversation, but that tough conversation skyrocketed your personal relationship, right? There's all different scenarios to this. You know, short-term liberties that are comfortable versus long-term freedoms. So get yourself out of that comfort zone. We started talking today about the whole Badger actual name and the Badger mindset, right? Dude, the Badger is never comfortable. He's always out there just just hissing and growling and clawing at all these other animals who invade and encroach upon his space and territory or threaten his way of life because he's all right with being anti-comfortable, not comfortable, short-term, you know, and sacrificing the liberty of just chilling under a bonsai tree or something like that for the long-term freedom that it's going to provide him, you know, for the, the life that he gets to live. And, and we have such an advantage by just understanding this and being willing to, to think this way and try to shift our mindset this way, you know, but it comes down to a decision that each and every single one of us have to make in our own mind. All right. So I hope you got a lot out of this today. Uh, if you did, leave me a review, please. It helps us out a lot in the ranking system. Follow me on Instagram. It's Travis R. Vaughn on Instagram. And let's go out and let's crush this stuff, guys. Do something right now as soon as we get off that's going to move you forward in your life, move you forward in your business, move you forward in your money, move you forward in your health, move you forward in your relationships, move you forward in some area of your life. Do it right now as soon as we get off here. All right, let's crush this. Dominate with discipline. Badger Actual out.